Hello, welcome to another episode of My Swedish Omroda, a podcast brought to you by Svenska Institutets Study in Sweden blog. I am one of your hosts, Emma, um, and we've had a little bit of an absence on the podcast. We've been working on another project, Sanjay and I, and some of our other colleagues, um, and we're really excited to share the results of that with you soon. But to fill that absence that void. This week I'm bringing you a podcast which I hope talks about Swedish neighbourhoods in a very practical and hands-on way and that is looking at Swedish neighbourhoods through the housing system and hopefully answering some questions you might have if you're a student coming to study in Sweden in the coming autumn semester about how do you get housing, what mechanisms are in place in different cities to acquire housing, um, is there guaranteed student housing if you're a master's student if you're a fee-paying student or if you're an exchange student and what options are there apart from student housing if you're not really feeling the student housing vibe and you'd like to live uh in a sublet of like another apartment or a house or something what other options do you have uh in this episode we've got conversations from Katarina who is another ambassador who lives in Yuan Shopping about her student living experience. Got uh, another conversation from Lauren, who lives in Gothenburg, and about her housing situation. And then I'm pulling out a little discussion from the archives. From the archives, I mean from January, where <laughs> Sanjay came to stay, and we had a bit of a chat about what it is like just living in our neighbourhoods. So that one is less... Um, a how-to but more like a general feel of like what types of accommodation you can live in and what the vibe of those things are. Lauren and Katharina give some more like concrete advice and I'm also going to give you some concrete advice. So the first thing I would suggest to do is check whichever university you're going to if they have a housing if they have a housing organization tied to the university. Um, so for example Stockholm University it's SSSB. I totally have forgotten what that stands for. Um, because that is like the centralized guaranteed place for student housing. Uh, when I say guaranteed place, what I mean is like, you know, it's tied to the university so that you know that it's legit. It maybe stands in contrast to some like, you know, ads that you might see on Facebook where you're like, I don't really know if this is the real deal. Um, whereas it says beer and you check other universities and see what on their, like, they'll have a page for like accommodation or housing and they'll say what if there is a listed organisation affiliated with the university. Now often with these organisations what you have to do is you have to first be a member of the student union at your universities or it's called in Swedish studentkorps. So once you become a member of the student union which maybe it would cost like I think I pay 115 crowns so roughly 10 euros per semester to be part of the union you can then join the housing queue as part of these organisations. Um, so I join Student Corps, I pay 115 kroners per semester, and then I can join the housing queue for SSSB. So as part of that, I accrue days. So basically it works like on a point system. If I have if I have been in this queue for 59 days, then I'll have 59 points. If I've been in it for 140 days, I'll have 140 points, and so on and so forth. Um, and then what you do is you basically apply for the housing. You'll see various adverts for housing at different times of the year. So there might be like a hundred rooms on offer in 
May and there might be 300 on offer in August or something. I'm kind of pulling these numbers out of my head. So <laughs> you, you can go to the websites respectively and look yourself. Um, and it will basically advertise whether it's a student, one student room in the corridor, which might have like a, a bathroom involved with it and then a bedroom. Or you can look at uh, student apartments where you maybe have it's like a studio and it's contained or maybe it's a, a bigger apartment with more rooms. General, a general rule of thumb is for the bigger apartments, um, there's a longer waiting queue, like a, a longer queue in the in the waiting line to get those. Um, what you'll notice in the immediately initially is that in the ma- in the big cities, Stockholm, Gothenburg, Malmo, these queues can be quite long. Um, it can take a year or two years to be successful on the housing queue and to um to win a place. So basically, what it does is it says it says so say that you've won advert that you see, and it basically says here's a student corridor room. You like it's advised that you have like three hundred and sixty one housing days in order to get this. You can still apply for that house anyway when it's listed. You can still apply for that room. Uh, even if you have like 112 days or 302 days or something it just might it just probably means that you won't get it straight away but it's always worth a try so for example my friend Ulis she didn't have I think 360 days to get her corridor room with Stockholm University but she still applied anyway and she still got it it's not impossible by any stretch of the imagination it just depends at what it just depends at what time of year you're applying so in the summer, particularly looking for a lease that starts like in August or beginning of September, that's going to be tough because there's so many people applying for it, both in Sweden and like you guys, students from all around the world. So it's better to wait. It's either better to um, apply early and maybe pay for rent for July or for June and July. You know, maybe you'll come to Sweden a bit early, get settled in or to pay rent from like maybe October or something. Look for leasings look for leases which start in October or something it's also good with this with um student it's also good with university affiliated housing organizations because a lot of them do 10 month rents so you don't so say that you've got a year lease then you might not have to pay for June or July which is great because you could still be there if you wanted to be there or if you're going to go back to your home country to visit family or friends or whatever then you can also just leave that there and then you don't have to pay rent for it, which is super good. Um, That might be all of my advice for student, um, for university-affiliated housing organisations. In Lund and Uppsala, at least I know in Uppsala because I live here, um, the student nations have a similar system, except it's based on the amount of points you accrue from being a member of the student nation and you can win more points if you have a cultural office so if for example if you were to be the the culture master at a student nation or the sports master or the film master or something where you maybe arrange a play or film screenings or quizzes or something once a semester then you get housing points as well and then you get the housing which is affiliated with the student nations which is great really great so i'm i have that system now and that's worked out really, really well for me. Um, and also the Student Nation. I mean, this isn't a podcast about the Student Nations, but it's a great place to meet people when you first move to Sweden to get some housing points together and to just kind of settle into Swedish life, meet lots of Swedes. I think I met nearly all of my Swedish friends through the Student Nation. 
Um, so particularly if you're in Lundra or Uppsala, that's a great option for you. Similar for like the the department, like uh, like faculty social stuff. If you're not in Lundra or Uppsala, so like in Stockholm we have like the humanity faculty, um, like organization group. A student group so they do a lot of things like that as well which have some stu- Swedish students involved with as well um so yeah those are some places to look for housing options another tip I have is if you're an international student to see if you are guaranteed housing by your um by by the fact that you have an offer from the university if you're an international fee-paying student that should be the case it's not always the case if you hold the SI scholarship for example so just check with your university um, and see what the situation is there, just to be sure. Another recommendation that I personally have is if you're looking on like Facebook, so for example, there's like Bustad Stockholm, like housing in Stockholm, um, for ads, for like for sublets and things, when someone might go away for work for one year and they're looking to lease out their apartment or a room, then... Um, then I think it's just really important to be really honest about the kind of person that you are in that space, the, the, the kind of person that you are to live with. You don't, if you're someone who likes to be really, really clean and then you end up living with someone who's just like a bit sloppy when you go and visit the place, just be honest about the kind of person that you are. It's not impossible to find something that works for you. It just takes a bit of time. Sweden, to living with Swedes, gen- my experience anyways, they're generally very clean um and that's like I'm quite clean as well but I'm a bit messy sometimes like I might leave you know yeah (laughs) so just to be honest about that and also just to see the opportunity for like improvement if you think you need to be a bit cleaner tidier I had a roommate who was really 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 clean and he helped me be cleaner another tip is to know your rights with regards to housing uh if you go with like student housing and things like that um, just in case any sticky situations come up with like difficult corridor mates or difficult roommates or whatever, I'm sure that won't happen. But it's really good to know your right situation. So particularly if you've got um, an offer via an organisation that's affiliated with the university, just check that out. Um, likewise, if you have a contract with someone whose ad you like reply to on Facebook and stuff. Just make sure the contract is like legit. Get some people to change to uh, read over it with you. If it's in Swedish, definitely get a friend, a Swedish friend, to help you translate it. Um, just to make sure there's not any lumps and bumps in the road. And lastly, just good luck. Um, there's a Sweden has a reputation for being very difficult with housing, particularly in the major cities. It can be hard, but with per- perseverance, like it's not impossible at all. Um, just be savvy, try and smell out a dodgy deal on Facebook if there's not many photos of the room or if they're a bit, like, inconsistent with the rent price or how long they're going to be away for if issues with the contract, just, like, common sense stuff. Um, and if you need to stay somewhere initially that maybe, like, is one or two months le- lease and then you find something for 10 months or for 12 months, then that's also a great option. Um, I know lots of people who have had to lease somewhere for one month or two months and then move and they found something more stable but they just for that first intake of new students they just had to ride it out somewhere 
with a shorter lease. But you'll be great and good luck and I hope you enjoy our further tips uh, from Katarina and Yon Sherping and Lauren in Gothenburg and mine and Sanjay's conversation back in cold, snowy January about our living situations in Sweden. everybody, I'm Katarina, I'm from Germany and I study a master's degree in global management at Jönköping University. I currently live in a student accommodation that is approximately five kilometers away from uni and I live in a bachelor apartment so that means I have one room which I would say is quite spacious with a kitchenette and I also have my own bathroom so um, I don't need to share anything in my student accommodation with anyone um, but still we have one uh, common house so yeah it's like it's an extra building where we have a big room with some sofas and tables and chairs and a FIFA console and then a study room and also I think a cinema room is there too um, and then we also have an extra laundry house with many laundry machines and dryers so my student accommodation is actually a container building <laughs> but um, it's really really nicely done so they paneled it with uh, wood and yeah painted it gray and white so it's like the typical Scandi style uh, from the outside and also from the inside it's super nice it's super clean um, super modern and all the basic Uh, furniture was already in there when I arrived so I didn't need to buy that much and also my kitchen had the basic kitchen equipment so that's really nice and um, yes yeah, I said it's a few kilometers away from uni but it's still super well connected there are two bus stops right in front of the student accommodation with two bus lines running directly to the city center and to uni and just a few hundred meters down the hill there is um, another bus stop where there are additional lights running to uni and the city center so as i'm living on the mountain um i can i have a really nice view on the lake and the city so especially at night with all the lights it's super super pretty and just yeah sitting in your room and study and having a look on the lake is actually great <laughs> um so but the main reason why i'm here to talk to you is that everything today is about student housing and tips for finding accommodation so my main advice would be to just Google search student housing or student accommodation and then add the university you'll be attending in Sweden or at least the city because um, it is super important to check your university's website as most of the information that you need to know will be found there. So the university for sure has a website where they write about if they even offer student housing or if you have to find it on your own, if they have a housing guarantee or not and if they have to whom it applies to. Um, so for example in Jönköping because I was an EU citizen or I am <laughs> still and uh, I'm doing a full-time master's here um, I had a housing guarantee so I didn't have to worry about finding it on my own. The most important aspect to 
receive student housing due to your housing guarantee is that you apply for student housing on time. So usually if you have found the university's homepage for student accommodation, they will have a deadline until when you need to apply to be sure that if you have a housing guarantee that you will be that you, that you will ha definitely have student housing and it's super important to apply on time so before the deadline ends um, because then it's quite sure that you will get a place to live that is not only affordable but usually Swedish student housing is also quite decent um, so check your university website and then apply on time for your student accommodation um, check your inboxes regularly to not miss any important information sent out by the university and then I think you're safe to have a roof over your head before you arrive or once you arrive and yeah that's about it um, oh and by the way the housing guarantee is usually only for international students if I haven't said that um, so international students that can include degree or exchange students and um, but there's no general rule so every university decides that a bit differently but yeah everything is to be found on their website and good luck and welcome to Sweden <laughs> This is Lauren in Gothenburg, where I study photography. So I'm going to give you some housing information from Gothenburg today. Uh, first of all, I'll tell you a bit about my apartment, where I live with my partner. Uh, I live in a four, which means two-room apartment. Although technically it has four rooms. It has a living room, bedroom, bathroom and a kitchen. Uh, pros and cons of this kind of living. Um, pros? We have a lot of space, it's in a nice area, we have a nice balcony to sit on, I sit there and read papers for my work and the cons, there are not really any cons for me, it's about 15 minutes by tram to my campus which is not that long at all or when I ride my bike it's, it's 20 minutes. Um, but I guess this type of apartment is maybe a little bit more expensive than the student rooms and corridors that a lot of students are living in. But also a lot of students are living in apartments like mine as well. It's not so unusual. And I have a couple of tips for you about finding housing in Gothenburg. First of all, sign up with SGS Student Bostada as soon as possible. It's the student housing company. Uh, when you sign up with them, you will go on a waiting list to get a student room in a corridor or in or, or an apartment. But just be aware that even if you are on this list, it takes up to one year to get a room in a corridor and two years to get an apartment. So uh, my second tip is to be flexible and be open to other housing options, such as lodging, which uh, a couple of my course mates do. They, they live in uh, somebody else's house with them as a lodger, so they just have a room in the house. And it works out quite well for them, I think. Um, 
And you can also explore other options such as looking on the website Blockit for an apartment or for a room. Uh, this website is all in Swedish, but don't let that put you off. Just use the handy little Google Translate button. It works quite well for translating uh, the adverts into English. So on Blockit, people will post up adverts if they have a free apartment or a room, and you can just sign up for a Blockit account and respond to those adverts. So uh, don't be put off if they're in Swedish. Most people will be open to you sending a reply in English. So hopefully those tips might come in helpful for you. And also don't forget to check the Study in Sweden blog for some more articles and advice about student housing in Sweden. Bye! Skype today because we're together. And Sandy will not stop doing ASMR, and it's really annoying. Let me try one time. Okay, welcome to studying in Sweden's podcast. This is Sanjay. This is unbearable. I hate this. He keeps doing it. It's so fun. We should really do that. I don't want to do that. I'm in Uppsala. You're in Uppsala. You're on my sofa. This is yes, so exciting. In the nice and beautiful studio of Emma. The studio. That's a bit. It, it's a nice. Bit it's a nice studio. Generous. But it's so cold here. Like it's very cold. It's minus ten. It's not is minus it? ten. No, it's like minus six. It's minus four. But you know, <laughs> it has the thing that says feels like. What does it feel like? For me, it feels like minus ten. What does it feel like? Uh, minus nine so it's pretty uh-huh. close yeah it is cold um it's much colder than malmo right yeah it's it's much colder than malmo. malmo is about six let me just check to be sure malmo feels like six six plus oh it's two two plus. look at that our topic is student norms so we're changing up the format of the podcast a bit this week we're going to interview each other about, about where we live about where we live our little neighborhood our little omrode yeah because we figured most of you students are very interested about student dorms aren't you yeah. i was before i came here yeah how it is to live in a student dorm. so i mean we need to distinguish between the types of student accommodation that we live in mm. so my student accommodation it's like little it's called a doublet so i have a bedroom that's quite big and spacious and nice and then I have a kitchen, which I share with my other roommate. And we we live in a contained apartment, but it's on a student corridor. So there are lots of little apartments uh-huh. where I share my kitchen with one other person. And we have our own bathroom and stuff like that. Whereas you, Sanjay... What's mine called? A singlet? I, <laughs> mine, single. Is, mine is the room yeah. and the bathroom. Self-contained. And yeah. then on the corridor. But we share a, I share a kitchen with nine other people but the kitchen is pretty magnificent oh it's it's a sweet kitchen it it's was recently clean, renovated so <laughs> really big and nice yeah like industrial kind of kitchen like well, the ones on the cooking shows that's what i have yeah it really is yeah, there's so is. much like i feel like there's so much i should do a nice cooking top space. cooking vlog in it um, so, so yeah so that's mine yeah and uh it's it's fun to live there for the most part so yours is more of a traditional student corridor. Yeah. Because it's a shared kitchen aspect. Yeah. So you don't share anything. 
We did nothing apart from like the corridor <laughs> we live on. And the main door. The main door and like our freezers are there, so all of our frozen goods, like we we share those with different apartments. Oh, okay. But other than that, nothing. We share a balcony just out there, which is really nice in the summer. That's nice. I sit out there and have my breakfast. But how is it living here then? Because then you don't talk to anyone else out there? I mean, I know them. Because basically, so I'm sublet. This room is a sublet. Like, I'm subletting from a guy who's away. It's right next to my student nation. Um, so I do know my neighbours. But then, like, talking to them, you don't do that often. Not really. That's where mine wins. That's why it's so much better. Yeah, because I don't cook with people and stuff, whereas Uh, you, I guess, you cook with people and hang out in the common area. You have, like, a common area. That's the difference. We don't have a common area. Yeah, so we have a common area, and we have a nice TV, and we watch Netflix, and we chill. You have a group subscription to Netflix? Well, currently it's my subscription. There we go. That makes more sense. it's a try. Oh, I have a trial. <laughs> no, but trial. I mean, we just rotate. Whoever wants to put on theirs, just put it on. But I need to fully subscribe soon. Let's work on that. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so we, we watch Netflix and watch movies and YouTube. And it's it nice. It's very nice when you just come to Sweden. Right. Especially, like, for me, when I moved in, I was like, who do I talk to? Where do I go? What do I do? And then two rooms from mine was a guy who's studying in my program who came earlier so he knew everything <laughs> and I mean that made it easy for me because then all my questions were answered like because I was late for introduction program two days in why were you late? because there was a cheaper flight that was two days that's fair <laughs> yeah. they were smart so I just asked him all the questions and he answered and I mean everything else was easy and it, it even when it came to Say learning about residence permit permit oh residence permit mistakes, like I wrote a blog about that. I got that from students who made those mistakes. They live right there. They were like, "Oh, don't do this and don't do that." So I mean, it's it's nice to learn from people. And it's it's very quick to learn stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like making friends and stuff with that quite quick because you lived with so many people and you saw so many people all the time yeah it is and then now i'm like a what do you call it a, they call it a contact person it's like a in jamaica would be a resident assistant or resident yeah, advisor, a resident advisor yeah. yeah it's so i host events there too mm-hmm. and then that's fun you meet more people and talk to more people so yeah it's very interactive so definitely from when you, at least when you first moved to Sweden, it's, it's a good idea. Yeah, to I think it's corridor. such a good idea because you, you know, it beats loneliness yeah. <laughs> really fast. Yeah. And you learn, like, I, I know how to cook. I teach people how to cook. <laughs> you should teach me how to cook, please. We can do rice. Please. We uh, can start with yeah, rice. start with rice. Rice let's is very that. easy. Let's do that. I hate to see people burn rice. Yeah. Let's do that. It hurts please. my heart yeah. when people burn rice. No, I would like some, or at least some flavored rice because I don't like basmati. Uh, jasmine? Yeah, that'd be nice. Could do that. But then, then what's your favorite thing about living here? In my doublet? Um, so, right now, my, my current roommate, he's actually gone away. He's in Vietnam to uh-huh. work at the Swedish Embassy. So, then my, my friend Una, like one of my best friends, moving in early March so that's going to be super fun so I think when she moves here my favourite thing will be like living with her and getting to live share a little apartment with my friend uh-huh. um, I love 
I guess my room is super cozy. I love my room. It's like really homely and nice. Yeah. I guess my favorite thing is like what a great location it's in because it's right next to my student nation uh-huh. and it's I commute to Stockholm so it's a super quick walk to the train station like I'm never gonna live this centrally again for <laughs> such little money yeah like because it's not that expensive to live here which is really nice how much is it it's four thousand uh-huh how much is your place it's three thousand seven that's good your place is nice and it's central yeah when you guys came there, was the walking a lot? Did we walk all the way? It's more, yeah, we walked and it was more that Daniel like grossly underestimated the time. He was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll be there in like two blocks. And it was like 12. <laughs> we were like, what are you talking about, Daniel? It was really funny. And, was, like, and then it was, was your really, first time, so you're probably yeah. not used to the walk. You don't know where you're going. We didn't yeah. know at all. It was very funny. Yeah, but yeah, but definitely proximity to things is my favorite place. Favorite thing about living here. My favorite thing is actually the costs. <laughs> When yeah. you compare it to other places, because uh, with my university, Malmo University, there are two student dorms like, mm. directly associated with the university. Mm. So the one I live at is called Celsius Gordon, mm. and the other one is Ronan International. And, well, Celsius Gordon is much cheaper <laughs> and less people. And at Ronan, it's like uh, maybe 20 so people so if you're into the vibe of having a lot of parties and seeing a lot more people then that's for you and right. that that's it's actually pricier not sure why but then mine it's cheaper and it's less people right so, and it's a very nice kitchen it is a soup. We had a so, massive, massive pizza party there. Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna post because I'll do a blog or maybe you'll do a blog or maybe we'll both do a blog accompanying this post. Yeah. I took a picture of all those pizzas. That we oh, had that night there was so much pizza in Sunday's kitchen. So I'll include that picture on the oh, blog. We all gained five kilos. It was fantastic. It was incredible. But then we walked it off the next day. Was it the next day in the Mama tour or was that the we, same day? When was that? No, it was the same remember. day. Was it? Oh, we're getting old. Our memories are so bad. Yeah, it was because we were super hungry. Okay, it was that day. It must have been the... S- no, it wasn't. It was because Usisipo wasn't there yet. Yeah. Yeah, so it was... Yeah, that was the day. Right, yes. That was the day. That so we lost five and then we gained five. Yeah, got that one too. Yeah, but yeah, that's my favorite thing. The cost is, you know, finding apartments can be right. a task. Yeah. So how did you find this place? Uh, well, my university guarantees housing to international students. Right. Specifically fee-paying international yes. students. Yes. So they were like, hey, you have a space. That's so cool. it wasn't that difficult, actually. Right. I was looking at other places. So, I mean, <laughs> this was the best option, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, definitely. The and cost and the location and, and the, the fact that I wanted to talk to other people. Right. <laughs> international people, like, instantly. Right. So, yeah, that worked well. What's, like, your... What are your some favourite, like, memories from living at your place? Oh, dear. Oh, I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> are you actually... Actually, I don't know. You just touched your eye, man? Nah, nah, come on. What you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> no, my favourite memory was actually this... This week and last week... Students are leaving and we're going to have new students arriving on the first, mm-hmm. like new exchange students. But the exchange students we had from uh, August till now, they were so great. Like, we've, we've been through two other sets, you know, the semester before and the one before. Mm-hmm. But this set, they were like the best. They were so good. 
Yeah, very interactive, mm -hmm. smart. So we had nice conversations over pizza or whatever, or beer, or watching TV. And we had... Uh, I posted to my Instagram, too. We had, uh, we had a nice little party, like a goodbye party for some of them. And they're just so sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a post about this, too. Yeah, of course, as yeah. you just said. Because then I wrote... I drew a heart, a big heart, and now I sound so soft. Aww. I drew a big heart on the on the board and I write, oh, we're going to miss you. And I wrote their names. And then the next day, they were like signatures all over. Like, oh, we're going to miss you too. Oh, that's super sweet. Yeah, but they, they were really, really, really nice yeah. and clean people. Yeah. No, they were which, definitely clean. Which is... they were the ones who were there when we were there. Yeah, it's really important. It's incredibly too. clean in that kitchen. When you're living with nine other people, like, cleanliness is important and they nailed it. So. Yeah. They did. And they were fun. It was yeah. always fun with them. So, I mean, that was good. This, just interacting with them. It's my favorite part of living at this place so far. That's super nice. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm just having a, a moment. Okay, your turn. What's my favorite <coughs> memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're right beside the nation, too. Is your memory going to be like a memory where you were just running around crazy after a night of... A nation party. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. Let's go. Do I have any crazy... Well, my, my last roommate liked to study a lot. So I didn't really have any post-parties or after-fests. Mm. As the Swedes would call it here. Um, there's definitely been a couple of moments where I've come back and been a bit like... Mm. <laughs> and it's been great that I live next door. Um, but yeah. my, my favourite memory... I don't know. I've only lived here for like since September. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I had, I had all of my classmates from Stockholm, they came here, we went to a poetry night, um, just down the road actually, because what's great about my road is that there's loads of theatres on it, which is yeah. really cool, um, there's like two theatres down the road, but they came here and it was two of my French friends and one of my German friends and we just had like this little dinner with wine and cheese la, la. and we just like sat in here and played music and... I have loads of fairy lights in here, and it's really cozy and sweet. It was a fairy light, like the Christmas lights? Yeah. Aha, that thing. Um, Aha. Um, you call them fairy lights? Yeah. You just call them Christmas lights? That's what you call them in the UK, fairy lights? Yeah. It's Christmas, then. We actually call them pepper lights. Pepper lights? And don't ask me. I mean, like, tiny pepper. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. Or Christmas lights. But pepper, pepper light. Lights. Pepper lights. Pepper lights. Pepper I should Google lips. it. Okay. Pepper <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that, that sounds nice. Yeah, that was super cozy and lovely. That's probably my nicest memory so far. But then my best friend's moving in, so it will make lots of nice memories. Jealous. Or just like even times I've had alone here, which is most of the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's cozy. It's super cozy. Yeah. And I just, like in, the, in September, I would sit on the balcony and have my breakfast, and it was still sunny then, so that was super nice. Can't wait to go on a balcony soon. I can't wait to. Just <laughs> it's too inside. cold now. I'm I so just tired. Stay inside. It just. It's been it's been better recently. It's been pretty blue. Yeah. In Stockholm recently, which has been amazing. Like Stockholm in the sunshine is just the best place ever. Okay, what's the next thing? Sandra's doing ASMR again. That's killing me. No, we're not doing this. Do not do the ASMR, it's awful. The cost of living in my neighbourhood. We should talk about the neighbourhoods more bro broadly. Though. Okay, broadly, alright. 
So what yeah. is in your neighborhood? What other things? So my there? neighborhood is actually called Varnhem. <laughs> what? I live in Varnhem. Varnhem. And Varnhem is it's not in the center of Malmo, but it's close to the central station. Um and it it's a perfect location for students to study at Malmo University. And that that's where the student dorms are, yeah. It's like a on the bus to any of the campuses, because we have uh, Health and Society is in Trianyen, which is by the hospital, which is the opposite side. And on the other side is Central Station. That's where most of the faculties are. And whichever way you go, it's like 12 minutes on the bus <laughs> or 15, depending on traffic, but 10 minute by bike. So it's easy, easy commute. That was a very attractive thing, because I was also thinking about that. How am I going to get to school? Yeah, so, and it's it's very nice. It's, of course, Malmo is very diverse and multicultural, so Varnhem is always popping with activity. Not too much, though, because it's not the center. But, I mean, even at 1 a.m., their shop's still open. <laughs> so you can stop by and get something to eat. And, well, that's pretty much it for there. There are some cute parks around. There's something weird I like, actually. I like graveyards. <laughs> Ever told you that? You've never told me that, but I didn't know Sanjay like, was so goth. <laughs> goth no, Sanjay. No, it's so it's thing. just so peaceful. Yeah. You know, just to walk no, I through. Get you, definitely. Walk through and this it's just not a nice park. So there's a huge one nearby. I don't go there often, guys, don't get creeped out. <laughs> but it's nice to just walk through there and like even now when it snows and the trees they are so humongous. Yeah. And beautiful, so yeah, it's a nice area, and we have right behind the student dorm. There's a supermarket. There's Willie's, and then not too far from that is one called Luku, which is very cheap. That's cool. And they have a lot of imported stuff. Nice. Yeah. So, recently I gave some new students a tour of Malmo, and I brought them there. And they were, like, so happy to find a place <laughs> that sells vegetables and everything that they thought would have been expensive in Sweden. Super cheap. That's great. Yeah, so it's nice. Hot Perfect tips from location. Sanjay. Hot. Hot tips. Just, the ASMR is too much, Sanjay. No, it's not hot. It's not hot tip. It's not. I'm so tired. Alright. <laughs> okay, how about your neighborhood? Tell me more about this neighborhood. <laughs> Tell Sorry, me more about this. Someone sent me to sleep. <laughs> tell me Doesn't more about this. Tell me more about this neighborhood. I don't know where. I don't know. I guess we would say that we are in central Uppsala right now. Like, well, you have cheap sushi. I just we have cheap sushi, right? That was cheap. Yeah, it is cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. We get sushi for seventy five crowns yeah. in Malmo. We and Sandra and I just had dinner. Um, I think it's called like Aiko sushi or something. Aikino, uh, I think. Aikino, yeah, Aikino sushi. Just like a five minute walk from me or a ten yeah. minute walk from me, and that was seventy five krona, which was great. Very it was good. good. Very nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Very nice dinner. Sweet, awesome wasabi. Uh, awesome wasabi. Yeah, no, you loved it, didn't you? I didn't. I wasn't wasabi there. just goes right to my head. It's so nice. Yeah, Sanji was like drunk on the wasabi. It was, <laughs> it was like he was like having a head rush. It was insane. It's so good. Probably unhealthy, but so good. <laughs> So yeah, within like a 10 minute walk, Uppsala Castle is nearby, which is amazing. Uppsala Cathedral is also nearby, which is also amazing. Um, to have those two like very distinctive things of the city so near yeah. me. 
And then I'm near Studentenhaus, which is the place where you can skate or play bandy or play football or watch bandy or watch football. Yeah, I'm basically really lucky in like my neighbourhood because there's lots of students here, but it's still really central, which is really amazing that like students can live centrally like on not a really, really expensive budget, which is really, really nice. So like, because I think students often think like they have to live like on the, the fringes, yeah, on the fringes of the city, and with a nice car, right? Whereas here, it's like I a, thought the same. Actually, right, I was so trying to avoid that every time. But before I got the offer to stay on student, uh, in university housing, mm. I was like, okay, what's this place? Oh, all I see are trees. No, 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 I don't right. want this. Because you think as a student, you won't have much money, so exactly. then you have to be relegated to the countryside or whatever. But yeah, it's just amazing that I can like live in the city centre pretty much. Everything's nearby. It means, yeah, there's lots of young people. I'm near my student nations. I'm near like several student nations within the same road, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, basically my neighbourhood is it's pretty good. There's bar, like there's bars and theatres really near mm-hmm. me. Youth centres kind of crazy. Upsala's not that big, so like I feel yeah, like I, mean, I is, feel like everything, everything is. Near. Automatically near. But it is, especially where I live. It's located very well. Like for Malmo, or Malmo is a pretty young university. It's 20 years old. Mm. So our history doesn't go as far back as Uppsala with nations and stuff. So we only have, I guess, one student nation, and that's the student union. Right. <laughs> and right. I mean, they're the dorms, is Celsius and Ronin. And Celsius Gordon is mostly catered to say, international students, mm. international, international students, and then Ronan always has exchange students. So Celsius International full-time, right. Ronan exchange students love it there. So, like, the parties really, really The parties, there. they really go on. They there. always party, even on Wednesdays. Right. And, like, it's Wednesday, guys. Yes, it's middle of the week. So if you want to have a lot of parties in your life, you can go there. And I've been there. But, and then it's far. It's not far from where I'm, but I don't hear anything. Right. It's literally across the street, but then they are like nine floors up. Right. Wherefore, I, I hear nothing. Right. So, it does not bother me. But they do have nice parties. Yeah. And quite often, if we have a party at Celsius, it always ends up at Ronin because then at Celsius... I guess it's, I don't know, maybe it's because most of us are full-time students. We're like, all right, and it's one, all right, uh, yeah. and I go to bed now. <laughs> and then they head over where all the exchange students live, and then they stay until 6 a.m. Right. So, yeah. Is there anything, like, any defining features of your dorm, which you're like, wow, I love that this is built in here, and this is really different to back home, or... Hmm. Well, hmm. actually, in my undergrad in Jamaica... Well, it was the room I had anyway, and the dorm I was on. We shared a bathroom. Right. So I was very happy to know that my bathroom is in my room. Right. Yeah, I wasn't sharing that. So that was that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? It's the sauna Ex- for, for me. Oh, we have a sauna. We have the sauna in the basement with the laundry room. Oh, how did I forget that? The laundry room. The laundry room. That's my favorite thing. That's your favorite thing. Because it's free. You do love the laundry room. Santa made an iconic video of the laundry room. which it, It's free. Watch. Yeah, it's free. It's free. Guys, it's, it's free. Guys, the laundry room is free. You get free detergent in Listen, hour one. When I was, before I came here, I was budgeting things. I was like, all right, I'm going to have to do laundry. Mm. All right, this, we're going to cost because in my undergrad 
we had to pay for it. We had tokens like you would at laundromats. Right. So I was like, oh, all right, let me budget this in. And then when I came there, like, what? It's free. I was yeah. like, what? All the water? Free. The so machines? Good. Free. Of course, get your own soap. But yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to get your own soap. <gasps> Here you get free soap. It dispenses in the machine. Shut up! <laughs> it dispenses in the machine. Isn't it good? Ah! It's amazing. I was mind blown. I'm dying. I know. <laughs> you are dying. You're that is. In a state so mine's like ninety five percent free. You're one hundred percent free. One hundred percent free, and I have a sauna. I'm moving to Uppsala now. Right, mm-hmm. and there's a sauna in the basement. And a sauna, so you can get hot while well, your clothes is getting hot. Yeah, pretty much. So probably faint, but <laughs> pretty, pretty much. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm jealous now. Yeah. So living on a student corridor, student school, living on a student corridor, student dorm can be so much fun. Definitely, it can be so much fun. I think people when they first move to Uppsala, it's really important to do that so you make friends. Yeah. Um, and get used to like certain aspects of Swedish culture and. It's a nice, nice way to get your leg in. Get your leg in. It's it's a nice way to set your foot like. Yeah, get your, get your feet on the ground in Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, get your foot into Sweden. And talk to people. Yeah, definitely. And get to know different types of people. Yeah, and then you can just run away and live on your own. Yeah, like I've done. And you, yeah, ooh la la. I'm doing ooh, la, la. that in a couple of months. Ooh, there's a surprise coming. Are yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, ooh, yes. there's a surprise There's coming. a surprise coming. But this has been a very good chat, so... <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening yes thank you for listening I hope that it was a, a bit informative about what it's like for us living here in Sweden you know I lived in a student corridor to start with and now I live in a doublet which is really nice transition doublet yeah. and Sandra has a really nice cozy corridor of and course with a nice TV and a nice kitchen ding 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 there you go yeah so until next time until next time taxamika Taxi Hey, dog. Hey, dog. Wash it good. Wash it good.